Cause we got the alternative energy Molecular free autonomy And welcome to the Radioactive Show Produced at the studios of 3CR Melbourne And heard nationally on the Community Radio Network Hi, my name's Mara On this week's Radioactive Show We learn about the fight to stop the nomination for the Radioactive Waste Dump At Bree Warrenup being approved This show was recorded on Gadigal land And produced on the land of the Ghana people Brewarrina is a small town in northwest New South Wales. It's home to the largest fish traps in the world, which are thought by some to be the oldest man-made structure there is. They're estimated to be over 40,000 years old. The fish traps were added to Australia's National Heritage List in 2005. They exhibit a deep understanding of dry stone wall construction techniques, river hydrology and fish ecology. They're considered to be exceptionally rare due to their size, design and complexity. Their proud custodians are the Nambar people. Despite the presence of this astonishing local feature, the Brewarrina Council is trying to progress a nomination for a radioactive waste dump on the land. Loud and strong, the community is saying, keep Bree nuke free. They've held a rally in the town and then, on the 23rd of March, locals travelled the 10 hours to Sydney to hold a rally there. I was lucky enough to attend and meet these extraordinary people. Today we'll hear an interview with Trish Frail, Nambar woman who's spearheading the campaign. We'll also hear some of the speakers at the rally. And first up, here's Trish Frail. Hi, I'm Trish Frail. I'm a Nambar woman from Warrena, which is in western New South Wales. It's a small, rural and isolated community. And I'm just very, very concerned of the fact that um, the local council have put up a proposal to the town about building a medical industrial waste. Now, they call it that. The world calls it nuclear waste. And um, so the council wanted to um, put up this proposal. We went away and we were thinking about it and somebody said to me, Trish, the fish traps, because in Bree we've got the oldest man-made structure in the world, which is um, the Biami fish traps, and Biami was our creator. And um, as this person said to me, Trish, the town of Bree is known for the fish traps. As soon as they build a nuclear waste, it will only be ever known as nuclear waste, and people will not ever want to come to Bree to visit and we love our fish traps we really love having people come and um, have a look at it so then I went away and I thought about it and I thought no this is not going to happen and so I started up a campaign against it now personally I did not know anything of what I was doing I've never done this type of thing before and I just knew that I had to go through social media so I started up a um a Facebook page and um, and everything's just um, went from there and the community of the town they have really gotten behind me and supported me and um, yeah and we've just received support from everywhere we've had Dave Sweeney and Dr Jim Green and Natalie Wayser they have been absolutely brilliant supporters and really have helped me a lot. Then, as I said, we've had the community. I've been mainly doing the, um, the full driving force of this campaign. 
However, I have not been able to do it without the support of my community. And um, it's just been really, really fantastic. It's given me, um, how would you say, the fire in the belly again. And um, I'm really loving it and I really am enjoying it. And you had a little, you had a rally at Ruwarana recently, didn't you? How did that go? Yeah, we had a, um, a rally. We've had uh, roughly over oh, 120 people have turned up. And it was absolutely brilliant. We really enjoyed it. We had the little kids um, lead the rally and they were so proud, you know, their, their chests were all puffed up. They loved it. Um, so much so that they keep asking me now, you know, when's the next rally? <laughs> and um, because we've called our campaign No Nuclear Bundabunda on Nambar land, bad poison. Now, Bundabunda does mean bad poison. I actually asked my aunt what would be a suitable name and, and she said Bunda Bunda and, um, and so yeah we, we went marching down the street and um, as of today we went marching here in Sydney um, and it's like singing out no Bunda Bunda on nearby land and that's, we really do not want this nuclear waste on our land. The local council actually um, put the proposal up Nobody knew about it, nobody at all in, um, in Australia, not even, none of the anti-nuclear um, movements knew anything at all about it until I put it up on social media. And, um, yeah, so we, where we are really fighting against it. And after you had the rally in Brewer, did you get any response from the council? Did they acknowledge that, you know, the community's going, this is a bad idea and we say no? No, because the council were actually saying, oh... Only 30 people turned up. Oh, they can't count. So, yes. <laughs> so that's exactly what um, council is saying. And um, in actual fact, we had elders that turned up. And some of our elders, they do not get involved in anything. But, you know, the only time they really go out of their house is to go to the doctors. And yet these elders turned up at our um, rally and they didn't say anything, they sat there and the fact that they came and supported us meant a lot. So we had some of, you know, our, um, our little children there, right up to our elders. It was so empowering, we loved it. So the, that, that sounds just fantastic and it's bringing the community together in a way that shouldn't have to happen, but it's good that you all come together. Um, what, do you, what are you going to do next? The proposal hasn't been formally accepted by the Federal Minister Canavan, has it yet? No, not as yet, and we're not going to allow it to get to that stage. Is there anything that anyone else around Australia can do to su- support you with this, to, to stop this rubbish progressing? Look, a lot of people have been supporting us all around Australia, um, and we will be putting out another petition. We've actually done a, um, we've done one petition that was mainly directed at the um, local council, and we had over um, 564 people sign that petition, which was just absolutely amazing. But the next petition is going to be aimed at the federal government, and. Um, and so we, that's where we're going to really need a lot of help and support from everybody. But look, we've got a, a, um, a Facebook page. It'll be up on our Facebook page. And so if everyone just wants to keep a, an eye out on for it, no nuclear bunda bunda on Nambar land. 
And um, yeah, so the more support we can get, the better it is going to be for us. And it's not just affecting our community. We don't want this happening in any other community. So we really want to be able to put some ground rules here, as they did in uh, Makata when they they done their um, campaign up there. Yeah, you know, like we all have to come together and um, and prevent this from ever happening. And it seems like councils and federal governments are always looking at small, rural, mm-hmm. isolated First Nations communities, which is um, you know it's just pure racism. When you look at it like that way, um, it's pure racism. Radioactive racism. Radioactive racism. That's brilliant. Yeah. And um, and so we're standing up and we're saying no, you know, don't treat us like um, how mission managers used to treat us. We're, you know, we are not allowing that to happen, and so that's why we're standing up and fighting it. And we're hoping that this campaign really does empower other communities to um, to stand up to. Well, hopefully this will all be over really, really soon for you and Canavan will, you know, get a brain and not accept this nomination. This will all be over and then you can go back to your real life and not have this fight on your hands because it's just not fair for your community or for any community anywhere and Australia needs to be responsible and not racist about this business. Yeah, yeah. And we want to put, make them um, have guidelines there mm. of, of saying, you know... Um, we want the full stop. We don't just want the sentence. We want the full stop. And um, and so even if nobody nominates their property for nuclear waste, you know, in another five years, they might be able to do that. And we're saying, no, no, we're not going to accept that. You know, you put the full stop there. You know, we want the full stop um, within the next couple of months, basically, is what we're saying. We're also be... Um, working with the Greens and um, pushing for new legislations and um, yeah, we are really fighting hard. And no means no. Exactly, no means no. Yeah. Thank you so much for taking the time to speak to us today, Trish. I know you're really busy with this enormous fight on your hands and it's good to get your perspective being on the ground right from the start and good, good on you for getting it off the ground because Brew Warren is lucky to have you. <laughs> Thank you very much. You're listening to The Radioactive Show, broadcast nationally on the Community Radio Network. We just heard from Trish Frail, Nambar woman from Brewarana, who is fighting to stop a nomination for the National Radioactive Waste Dump on her land. Next, we'll hear from some of the speakers at the rally held in Sydney on the 23rd of March. First, here's Nambar woman, Natalie Eastwood. Hi, everybody. My name is Natalie Eastwood. I'm a proud Nambar woman. I'd like to tell you a bit about my journey. I, um... I lived in Brewarra when I was younger and then I went away for 20 years and I came home, which was in 2015. I didn't understand my journey on what I was, but I knew that I had a calling from my ancestors to go home. And um, I know what my calling is now, and it's about my identity as a, a, a Neobar woman. And um, I'm not going to lose my identity and I'm not going to lose my voice. No nuclear bunda bunda on Nambar land, bad poison. That's what bunda bunda means when, when we um, sing it out. We acknowledge the Yorra people and the Gadigal nation whose lands we are meeting on today. 
The enrollment was put into shock on the 25th of November 2017 with the local council put up a proposal to build what they called an industrial medical waste facility, which the world calls a huge waste dump. When the council had a community meeting, they put up six good proposals before they hit us with the industrial medical waste facility. A lot of people at the meeting asked for additional information that was over four months ago and today. The council has not provided us with any additional information. We all know that nuclear waste will bring harm, poison and sickness to the people, the animals and the environment. So why do we want to bring it to breath? It all comes back to money, greedy, the love of money. And councils believe that the easy way out of this economic for the community is nuclear waste. The council tried to keep it a Brewarrina issue. No other local councils living in the area knew nothing about a nuclear waste dump. This nuclear proposal poses risk to the residents of the Brewarrina Shire, the environment, nearby, nearby communities and to thousands of people along the transport route. Chris notified the DM Desoe that, he had started up, that she had started up a campaign against the nuclear proposal. He said, why? I will tell you why, Jeff. The days of mission managing are over. In the, past, in the past week, Channel 7 has learnt that lesson. First Nations people have a brain, and more importantly, we have a spiritual connection to our land, our animals, the environment, and to each other. At Brewarrina, our land and river are sacred with Brahmin and fish traps. Our creator Brahmin has his two sons, Umar Umar and Indi Indi Moa, built the fish traps. This site is over 60,000 years old and is now a heritage listed site being the oldest man-made structure in the world. We, the Nibar people, are the custodians of the traps. The maintenance and the use of the traps is shared with other tribes in the area, including the Moolwari, Barkadu, Bailwam, Barambinja, Yaralaroi and Kamilaroi. The Bionic traps were once a great gathering site for all nations to fish. Hosts for robberies, initiation ceremonies and meetings for trade and barter. Having a nuclear waste dump will prevent our cultural obligations as no one will ever want to visit our landways. A lot of our younger generation are talking about moving away if a nuclear dump is built on our land. They will lose their spiritual connection, connection culture and law. This must not happen. For us, the neighbour, no means no. Simple. It is time that they started listening to us. We do have a voice. You guys have suppressed, suppressed our voice for too long. No more are we going to allow you to suppress our voices. We are going to speak the truth and we are going to fight for what we believe in. And that is keeping our culture, law and spirituality alive and well. And we're coming for you. That was Natalie Eastwood from Brewarrina speaking at the No Nuclear Waste Stump Rally in Brewarrina that was held in Sydney in March. Next, we'll hear from Fred Hooper. Across the country, and acknowledge that we have never ceded our sovereignty. 
we still own this land. Even though there's big buildings and you know all of that on it, there's parliaments and everything, we still own it under our law and custom, under our law, under First Nations law. Um, and I'd also like to acknowledge um, the elders, past and present, and those that are coming up, and the young fellows that are dancing here. Um, you know, they're the, they're the future, and we need to leave a safe environment for them as well. Um, I'd also like to acknowledge and thank you, brother, for the welcome from the, the Metropolitan Land Council. This is just not about nuclear waste and dumping the most toxic um, waste on earth in the ground. This is about country. It's about looking after country. It's about protecting country. And when you protect country, you look at the whole landscape. Um, so, it's about us protecting that landscape. I'd just like to introduce myself for those of you that don't know me. Uh, my name is Fred Hooper and I'm the chairperson of the Northern Basin Aboriginal Nations. NBAN represents 22 sovereign First Nations of the Northern Basin on a whole range of issues, not only just water, but um, cultural issues um, and protecting country. Niambar is a um, is a member of the Northern Basin Aboriginal Nation. In May last year, we signed a 22-nation treaty amongst ourselves to say that we are going to support the nations that are within NBAN and to support as much as we can to stop things like this happening, things that will destroy our country. It will destroy our waterways. Imagine if there is an accident at Brewarana the oldest structure on earth, the fish traps, um, will be destroyed by nuclear radiation. And the people in this building here, I, I was told this is a federal building, and over the back there is um, the New South Wales building, I think the Premier's office is over there. So these fellows here are going to sit up and listen to, first of all, First Nations people. They have to take into consideration that in Brewarana, within the Brewarana Shire, 62% of the population are Aboriginal people. So it's apartheid. It's apartheid happening in our own country. It's apartheid happening in Brewarana, in the Brewarana Shire. Because you've got the minority making decisions for the majority. And the decisions that are made they're making is toxic. And it's not only toxic to the land, but it's toxic to the water. Imagine if there's contamination getting to the Great Artesian Basin, which covers a quarter of this country. Those towns will dry up. So this is not only an Aboriginal fight. This is a fight to say inland Australia 
from contamination of nuclear waste. So it's a fight that everybody needs to take on board. Everybody needs to get behind this little tiny community that probably half these people in, this, in these buildings have never heard of. In his shire, that the majority of the people are First Nations people. And that shire covers four First Nations. So before they start making decisions, they need to firstly go back and to consult with those First Nations people. Not, not act under a apartheid system where the minority is making a decision for the majority. There are two things. We come from our Mother Earth and the rivers and the waters are the veins of Mother Earth. You wreck one of them, you wreck the entire, the entire landscape. So when we get up to this place up here, we need to let them know as well that we need to get together and we need to stop this nuclear waste up of Rewarana and stop it on Niambar land, on Niambar land. So there's nothing stopping them from saying it's going to go to Niambar land or it's going to go to Murawari land or it's going to go to Yalia land. They're the things that we've got to stop and that's what we have to get together to do. Thank you. That was Fred Hooper, speaking at the rally against a waste dump at Brewarrina recently. Speakers at the rally included unionists, environmentalists and, of course, traditional owners. We don't have time to hear all the speakers today, but next up, here's the spokesperson for the Australian Student Environment Network. Hi, everyone. I'm Lily. I'm here representing the Australian Student Environment Network today. And first of all, I'd like to acknowledge that we're meeting here on Gadigal land. And I'd like to thank all the people from all the other countries that have come here. It's really, really special for us to all be here together today. <clears throat> First of all, Azen would just like to, or on behalf of Azen, I'd like to say that we will stand with you in this fight for as long as it takes. Yes, thank you. We just want to reiterate that this proposal to build a nuclear waste dump in Brewarrina is fundamentally racist. If this facility is safe and will be built according to the world's best practice with no chance of contamination, then why is it proposed for a small, remote, majority Aboriginal community? If it's really safe, then why won't we build it out the back of Malcolm Turnbull's electorate in Baltimore? Yeah. <laughs> I then believe very strongly that there can be no progress on environmental issues until there is injustice for Aboriginal people. We've talked about having no nuclear waste dumps on First Nations land, which is all land yeah. in this country. I'd like to reiterate that I didn't come here to speak on behalf of the community of Brewarrina. I came here to speak on behalf of students like myself because they don't need help articulating their struggle. They've already shown that they have their own voice and they're willing to use it. Woo! 
Um, Mamba people in Burwarana ran their country sustainable for tens of thousands of years before white people came and stole it. And I'd like to remind all of the white supporters here that it is our, the invading and occupying force that is our government that produces this waste in the first place. It is our system that creates these problems and then foists them onto people who looked after their land for tens of thousands of years and enhanced its capacity and didn't degrade it. The nuclear industry has been associated with contamination all around the world. In a place like Rewarina where the river sometimes breaks its banks and causes huge floods, there is no way to say that this facility will be safe. And if radioactive material does re leach out into the surrounding environment, the pollution will travel all the way down the Murray-Darling si River system down to South Australia. <clears throat> Your community deserves so much better than this proposal. And we know that there are big issues for people in Burwarana in terms of unemployment for Aboriginal people and big gaps in access to healthcare and education and other services. Kids are being removed from their families at the highest rate in history. Many of them are entering the juvenile detention system. But this project would only create 15 full-time jobs and most of them would go to outsiders. How is that going to solve these problems? And where is the investment in grassroots Aboriginal organisations and community-run services? Instead of spending millions of dollars on a radioactive waste facility, the government should be supporting real education and real employment for Aboriginal people in Brewarrina. Where is the funding for Aboriginal language and cultural programs that keep kids connected to their identity and their community and keep them out of trouble? Where is the funding for the Aboriginal rangers to remediate the river and the fish traps? They already know how to do that. You know your priorities and you know the issues in your community and you are already empowered to make those decisions. AZEN stands with you in opposing this project and demanding real justice for your community. We know that with community pressure, you can succeed in knocking it over and ensuring it never happens. Other communities have thought, fought off destructive plans for their country and you can do it too. Thank you for inviting us to speak and thank you for coming down to Sydney. We just heard three speakers from the rally against a nuclear waste dump at Brewarrina, which is home to ancient fish traps that are thought to be the oldest man-made structure in the world. The nomination of the site has not been formally approved by Minister Canavan, and the Bree community intend to prevent the nomination being accepted. There's currently a Senate inquiry underway which is looking into the flawed and divisive site selection process in South Australia. You would think that no further nominations be considered until this inquiry releases its report in August. Thanks to the speakers on today's show. Trish Frail, Natalie Eastwood, Fred Hooper and a representative for the Australian Student Environment Network. Keep Bree nuke free. No bunda bunda on Nambar land. Thanks for listening to the Radioactive Show. You can download a podcast of this program at 3cr.org.au slash radioactive and we'll post relevant links on our Facebook page and website. If you'd like to get in contact, you can email us on radioactiveshow.3cr at gmail.com. The Radioactive Show was produced with the support of Friends of the Earth's Nuclear Free Collective for 3CR on the lands of the Ghana people. It's broadcast nationally on the Community Radio Network. Thanks for listening and tune in again next week for more news and views on nuclear peace and energy issues. Thanks for listening to a 3CR podcast. 
3CR is an independent community radio station based in Melbourne, Australia. We rely on the financial support of listeners like yourself to keep going. If you'd like to support diverse voices on your radio, go to www.3cr.org.au for more information and to donate online.